0: Hey friends, it's your girl Britt and Joy Jolene. Welcome to Back to Her. If you aspire to heal, evolve, or revolutionize, this podcast is for you. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Official Back to Her. And that too is the number two. Let's get it. This week's episode is sponsored by Arborn. Back to Her is partnering with Arborn to share information about their vegan, gluten-free, clean, and healthy products. Please visit so ar-b-o-n-n-e.com. Or you can just simply contact Myrna White at 352 988 3392 to learn how you can receive 20% off of every product. So join the many people who have took the Arborne 30 day challenge to healthy living, losing weight and regaining energy. And I actually personally know her. This is my aunt. So this is an amazing product. And we always talk about, you know, being careful what you put in your body and putting on your body. So it's an amazing way to take um, a healthier route to have some vegan products, gluten free and clean, of course. But without further ado, let's get back to the episode.
1: Hey y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode. Episode 23.
0: 23? Yes.
1: yes. Twenty-three. Welcome back, guys. How are y'all doing? How are y'all feeling? You know, we always like to do the check-ins. Um, how's everybody's mental right now? How's everybody's families doing? Like, what's what's going on? Mm-hmm. Right. I wish they could talk back to you Right. <laughs> like, good girl. But um (laughs) good (laughs) judgment. But yeah, so today we're doing something special. We're gonna let allow God to let the podcast flow and really just release what's on our minds, hearts and souls and um let God take over in this. So yeah, we don't really know what direction it's gonna go in, but we're praying it's gonna go into a um a loving, a calm, a restorative and a a Perfect direction.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I'll start by saying that I feel very drained. Mm. I'm very drained, I'm very overwhelmed. Um, And it's kind of blowing me because I feel like I've been in such a good space. Yes. Like I've been in a really good space, but like I think as far as just the nature of everything that's going on in the country, it is really overwhelming. Like from the coronavirus to um, now, you know, we did the the episode about aubrey yes and then now george and it's just like it's just a lot like you know and it's hard not to um kind of just take all of those things in and for you know i think because of the way that the black community responded to the death of george floyd um it just it, it made me face it a little bit more you know mm. and just kind of like I think what did it for me was, like, I was, like, watching this video yesterday on Instagram, and um, <clears throat> it was, like, seven minutes, and it was, like, a speech of Trump. Mm, it was just a recent speech? Yeah. it was. It was... I don't know when the speech was, but it was a speech of Trump, and as he was talking, mm-hmm. it was just videos of, like, a whole bunch of just police brutality, and it was just, like, yo, like, That's this is wild. the reality of our country. Like... I can't even. I from the beginning with Aubrey, mm-hmm. Ahmad, Aubrey. Am I saying his name right? Yes, I believe so. His um. Not Aubrey yep. Yeah. When that first happened, no, no, no. When George. When that whole situation happened with George Floyd, I couldn't even watch the video. No. Like, I could not watch the video. But, like, now... Okay, so the thing I can honestly say is, like, lately, I have been actually watched. Like, even if the video is, like, seven minutes, I'll watch it. Or, you know, whatever news clip. Like, social media, while it's very draining, it's also very informative at mm-hmm. this time. Because, honestly, if, without social media, I probably wouldn't know anything that's, you know, going on. Yeah, I don't like the um, news. So. Yeah. And so... at first I was not watching the video like at all but like now they have the video like they'll make slideshows or you know make videos that they kind of it. so I've seen it and it just it just makes me cringe and it just makes me kind of frustrated and overwhelmed at the fact that this is our reality and the Mm -hmm. fact that you know now I'm happy that he got his justice and moving forward it's just kind of like it's not like oh I don't feel like it's that we're gonna just move forward anymore like now it's like it's requiring more of us so it's like as a black woman I've already had to work hard I've already had to outdo myself I have already had to you know put put myself in a position to be better than my family or you know what I've seen or to not be the typical status quo but now I have to work even harder because Mm -hmm. it's a whole nother responsibility on us and it's just it's exhausting it's Mm -hmm. a lot like even today like I've got on social media, but, like, I haven't got past, like, the first um, picture or the first few pictures that would put on my timeline or or my DMs. Like, other than that, I just really had to chill off of it because it's a lot. And just to see that, you know, and then so that mixed with going to work and dad just being, work just being work. Plus, you know, like, it's freaking hot outside. I I don't like the heat. Like, the heat makes oh my- me too much yes it's just it makes me hot i get irritated agitated really quick like i don't like the heat and so like that mixed with trying to be at work with the mask you Mm -hmm. know and like Mm -hmm. i can't even breathe under the mask Mm -hmm. and then yeah it's just a lot it's a lot i think i've been on the opposite spectrum kind of a little bit
1: because i've taken this time to um detox from social media so Y'all, what I decided to do... um, I saw a post by The Hood Healer Mm -hmm. um, on Instagram, if y'all know her. She basically said, like, take this next week to um, watch the foods you're eating. Take this next week to connect with Source, connect with the Most High, pray more, and um, really figure out what your role is in this, um, if that's unknown to you. And so I really took her advice. I was like, you know what? That's something that I need to do, especially after... um, doing the juicing challenge and just constantly being on instagram for back to her i was like you know what let me take a break because i noticed that see every time i get on instagram you know it's like the same content Mm -hmm. and um in my opinion that could it kind of in my opinion what i think is it doesn't really allow me to think for myself Mm -hmm. it's like i'm constantly being pushed um, other people's opinions. I constantly have to view other people's opinions. Like I could tell you, probably every story that I watched and I looked at is somebody else's opinion of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sometimes it's not necessarily coming from a. Um, what do I? How do I want to say it? Like sometimes it's it's emotional. For yeah. the most part, it's very emotional. All of us are very emotional and operating out of emotions right now. Mm-hmm. So. It's emotional. So not only am I taking in other people's opinions, but I'm taking in emotions of hurt, of um, betrayal, feelings of just sadness. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to regroup. I'm going to figure out. I'm going to read. I'm going to educate myself. One thing I've been doing every day is both watching... um, like history videos, African history videos on YouTube in addition to reading, um, as well. Mm-hmm. And so I've been upping my knowledge and refreshing myself mentally so that, you know, I understand and listening to podcasts as, podcasts as well. Do you listen to like podcasts related to this topic or just just Not anything just Mostly the podcasts I'm interested in are either like the last one I listened to today was about um, kind of breaking out of a limited mindset where we limit ourselves in jobs, we limit ourselves in relationships. You know, it's kind. it was kind of giving me like the blueprint of how to get out of that limiting um, self-sabotage type of mindset. So that's what I've been watching today. But even before that, it was like a podcast by this woman. It's called The Womb. Something about The Womb, I forget. But she was talking about kind of like the guide of how to be woke, quote-unquote. And, like, you know, of course it wasn't, like, basic information. She actually went in on a lot of good topics. Um, And so I can get into that a little later on into this podcast about, well, I guess I can just go into everything. So since I've been taking this break, um, I definitely learned a few lessons. I definitely got into nature. Like, yesterday I went out to, like, a mini little beach um, here. It's in the area probably, like, 20 minutes from here. And I just got to relax. I just got to be like, got that pause moment of just being in the moment with no distractions. Um, In addition to that, I've been taking baths where I put like rose petals in a bath and I'm just relaxing um, while listening to my podcast. That's been feeling really good. I've been journaling every day. So I've been realizing like new things about myself and learning new things about myself in addition to meditating. and praying every day um and taking that time out for god also taking this time to receive from god as well um, by being still and limiting the amount of distractions that i have um so i've learned uh those are the things that i've gained and also another big thing um that I realized the other day was that all of us are operating out of not all of us I don't want to say that but a lot of us still have post traumatic slave syndrome mm-hmm. so like we don't notice it and even when things like this arise like we're kind of triggering that trauma that we mm-hmm. have that post traumatic slave syndrome trauma um so something i realized is like okay well let me like look deeper into that to see like if i'm operating out of that if i have that going on within me um, Dude, what are like, some of the signs of it? Some, so, what I noticed, I really just sat down with my journal. I sat literally in this living room, turned on these lights. It was dark. And I got, you know, honest with myself while I was journaling. And I was like, why have I always had the fear of being kidnapped? And um, I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast before either. But I also. Um, like I would say back in twenty eighteen I noticed that I had like abandonment issues mm-hmm. and I don't I didn't understand why, like both of my parents were in my life, you know, um, but for some reason like I I was that was a fear of mine, a fear of being abandoned. And so I came to that realization as well and I looked deeper into it, and I was like, I wonder if that stems from like slavery. Yeah. Like, if at one point which I know <clears throat> for the most part, like all of us were kidnapped, but if at one point, like immediately one of my ancestors were Mm -hmm. like kidnapped and separated from their family and had to then start a whole another entire family Right, and so that trauma and that hurt like trickled down into me within my DNA and that's Mm -hmm. another thing when I was listening to the podcast she said like a lot of this is in our DNA still and you know that's why we have to when we talk about like breaking generational curses and like when we talk about healing ourselves physically and mentally and spiritually we got to remember that some of this stuff is still intertwined into our dna Mm -hmm. and so it's like a lot more work that we have to put in to get out of it right but yeah i noticed like wow what if like this abandon and then you know when you're kidnapped you're separated from your family you're then being sold to a whole nother um slave owner you also could suffer from feelings of abandonment, you mm-hmm. know? So it made me just look deeper into that. Like, I wonder if where that stems from. Like, where yeah. do these feelings really come from? Where do these thoughts um, come from? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what that made me realize as well. And now I can, um, like, I know how to heal that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know I can understand that I have to heal from that because I've kind of trickled down to exactly where I think it comes from. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she made a really like a lot of great points which have helped me tremendously. Like I advised and then she even asked questions at the end of the podcast like um you know, do you do you see yourself as a god or goddess? And then she said if so, are you part-time or full-time? You right. know, like, do you, what are what are your belief systems? You know, if somebody could, do you think somebody could shake you if they, you know, started, like, basically interrogating you? Could you be shaken? you know? And she was just getting those, que- asking those questions that was like, oh, shoot, like, I really need to, this makes me want to, mm-hmm. like, reevaluate what's right. going on. Right, brother,
0: within yourself Yeah, I definitely yeah. understand that. I actually, I always talk about the Black Girl Podcast because that's, like, my favorite podcast, but mm-hmm. they, um, I remember I was listening to an episode with them one time, and um she was talking about like her being claustropho- claustrophobic or i don't know how to I think say, I think that's claustrophobic. How to say it. claustrophobic claustrophobic yeah <laughs> and like she was talking about how like she was claustrophobic and she was actually talking about when she had traveled to africa mm-hmm. and how it was something that they were doing and like how like a lot of people were oh, just
1: all i heard that episode when she was in the slave um dungeon
0: yeah like, and like she was just saying like how now people can have claustrophobia and never not even know like where it comes from but mm-hmm. thinking of back to day back in the day like how we would all be on a slave ship and you know all that and it just it just saddens me like even I don't want to like bring you know the episode down or nothing but it just saddens me to know that like our people have to have had to yeah. had to go through that yeah. and it's like a continuating thing and on top of that it's just kind of like you know we wonder or they wonder not even they like it doesn't even matter what the white people think at this point but like for our own selves like you know we wonder why we have um people who are so addicted to drugs or you know things like that and it's like no they're not even addicted to drugs because they just willingly put it but why are we not talking about the white people that actually put these drugs drugs into into our community like and it's just like even even with this whole situation going on and like getting justice for george floyd and things of that nature like it's still there's literally years of things that have to be like unpackaged Mm -hmm. on i don't even know if unpackaged is the right word to use but like unpacked rather Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's just it's so much like and it's like even, my therapist tells me all this all the time. And I feel like I've said this on a podcast. But my therapist always tells me, like, healing is a journey and not a destination. Yeah. And, like, I know for me, just, like, I just be like, oh, like, I just want to be done with therapy. Like, I love my therapist, but, like, I just be want to be done with therapy. I just want to be whole. I want to be sacred. Like, I just, that's just where I want to be. And it's, like, like moments of this, like this remind me of, like, the frustration. Because it's just kind of, like, not only do I have to heal from my own... You know family trauma know, yeah. my childhood trauma but like i also have to heal and break all of these broken mindsets and broken patterns and habits that that are really not ways of myself mm-hmm. like for example like mm-hmm. my standard of beauty like why is mm-hmm. it that i feel more beautiful when i have straight hair mm-hmm. or you know when i have a weave versus when my natural hair is out like mm-hmm. you know things of that nature so it's just it's so much it's just so much, and it's just to me it's just so unfair, yeah, you know that like we have to have to do that, and if anything, like I feel um I definitely feel motivated right now to um I definitely feel motivated right now to like do the work as a black woman that i need to do like Mm -hmm. and not allow this just just to be a temporary thing like i was on the phone with my friend today and she was talking about how she got a whole like we have the chick-fil-a app and like every time you go to chick-fil-a they they scan it and you get points and like Mm -hmm. as you get more and more points you Mm -hmm. get free food right Mm -hmm. and so um there i'm not we haven't been on social media but like it's been this whole list that came out of like these big companies that support trump Like, Chick fil A is definitely
1: them. Yeah. Heck yeah. They take
0: off on Sundays. Right. Yeah. So like <laughs> what yeah. is the taking off on Sunday have to do with it? It
1: just tells me that they're like traditional, very, very traditional. Oh, so I could
0: see them supporting support Trump. Supporting Trump, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, like she was like, Oh, you know, what she said, like like, yeah, I'm definitely not going there no more. But then it made me think back to the H and M situation. And you remember a few years ago yeah. when they have you know, but after a while it just came back to normal, like i don't want it to be like that no more Temporary. yeah, and I, I I do i can honestly say i've never in my life seen the black community today the way that I have like mm-hmm. they they posted this picture on the news, every single state in the country had a protest, wow, like you know how like it's the like a mar. Let me tell you how they my mom told me they were protesting in Elkton.
1: Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I <was> like, yeah. <laughs> right in Elkton. That's when I knew. I said, Oh, okay, yeah. it's getting different. Because yeah. I would have never Yeah,
0: even even where I used to live in New Jersey, like it's 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 just a very quiet town. It's not like a city yeah. or nothing like that. Same. So yeah, girl. They posted like a um, a picture of the map of the whole country, wow. and every the whole thing was red. And like every all the red represented like every state that there was a protest. So the whole entire country protested. They were even protesting in Paris, I believe, mm-hmm. um, in Germany, or it was two other like countries mm-hmm. that like weren't in the United United States where like people were. Countries. So it's like okay. becoming. Loki, worldwide at this point and it's like so It then then on an, even a spiritual note it makes me wonder like because i low-key hiking key, feel like the earth is upside down yeah like i don't feel like the earth is like necessarily circulating or going around at the same way that it usually has like for for a pandemic to hit the whole entire world, earth
1: yeah the whole
0: entire world yeah. like no part untouched that's kind of crazy so like that plus um this you know this protest or this riot mm-hmm. that is like touching worldwide it's just it makes me wonder like is god flipping things upside down like is are are we getting ready i kind of feel like we're getting ready to have like a total new normal like what oh, we've yeah. known to be normal from you know from the whole like police brutality thing to the whole um you know the coronavirus like it's just I, i'm just curious to know I don't know. Like I don't know if the world will ever be the same. Not saying it'll no. be bad, but like I do kind of feel like we're gonna have a new normal.
1: No, and I agree
0: with you. Like it's as far as like everyone protesting, yeah, and everybody
1: like being involved for the most part, um, and what's going on. Like even with my boyfriend, he plays two K. They said like they shut two K down today from like one to three p.m. Central Time. Just so except, they like fuck Black this? Lives. Yeah, they said in memory of George George Floyd. Um and Black Lives Matter, we're shutting it down from one to three p.m. And so I see a whole bunch of businesses, even Airbnb, like emailed me saying we're donating five hundred
0: thousand to uh, Black Lives Matter because, and they admitted it because of but you the know dish- what I, oh, I'm sorry, because you all, oh, but I see something on Instagram like somebody made some type of tweet saying like the person who's in charge of the black lives matter movement is a white person is that true oh i've heard that i
1: don't know how true it is but
0: i have definitely heard that
1: and because my the only thing that i was gonna say is where's that money gonna go i have mixed feelings about that Mm -hmm. i
0: definitely have mixed feelings about that um yeah i do yeah but and then i like i'm gonna be honest like even with this whole like situation wait hold on who's in charge of the black life Oh, it's saying it's it's black people. It's black people. That's that's what it's like saying. Who's like who's the CEO? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like three black women The founders. But um I feel like like honestly even um even with the whole um the whole like the petitions and like honestly, I haven't donated no money just because I'm like all of these and just knowing people in their ill intention, like all yeah. of these GoFundmes, yeah. like I'm just like I don't know. trust them, like yeah, because knowing people, somebody's probably making some type of come up somewhere.
1: Yeah, you never know, and especially because not everybody has our best interest in mind yeah. at heart right now. So especially even when it comes to the looting. Um, looting black owned businesses that's yeah. intentional you know that's you think meditated. that's intentional
0: or do you think that's just ignorance
1: I think it's intentional it's definitely well, most both for sure because it's like you can't why would you loot your own people you know and I, I mean other corporations they have insurance they're good like Target they're gonna get all that back tenfold because they're insured but um, as far as like small black businesses I mm-hmm. think that's wrong um, I I think and that just has to go with the direction I would say it's tough it's a tough call because people are always gonna have their own malicious like intent Mm -hmm. you know aside from everything so yeah
0: I just feel like people like I I, like I think for one with the the whole like looting black businesses like I feel like it's a mixture of ignorance and I think it's also a mixture it's a mixture of ignorance and hate I think because Mm -hmm. like I just feel like ignorance because some people may not be thinking they're just looting because that's what everyone else is doing but I feel like hate because some people know like girl y'all know I love Milano but like I was watching like Milano's story and she was like going off like basically saying how like basically she was and what she was saying was making sense like she was just saying how like she's not against like the whole movement and stuff but she was saying like the whole looting black businesses was like bothering her and she was saying how like it was a whole block um in Philly where like a lot of people shopped and even like even though the black people didn't own it like all black workers worked there and she was like so what about the grandmas who now y'all done looted this store and they can't get their medicine what about the the young black person who dream came true and you know now it's crushed because y'all looted or what about mm-hmm. the person who got to feed their family and this is their only job so it has to be more intention behind it and yeah. she was saying how like she saw a tweet that somebody was like oh y'all better get and y'all make sure y'all get Milano that Milano store or something oh, like that again they already got her right. right but like so that's what I mean like that. As Aspect of it, I feel like is hate. Yeah. But one thing that I was thinking about too, that I feel like we need, um because I do think our people are very vulnerable, and I feel like our people are definitely willing to go in never which way right now. I feel like we need a Malcolm X, or we need a mm-hmm. Malcolm the King, Malcolm Luther King, Malcolm the <laughs> King. But like we need those people because yeah. I feel like right now we don't, we're not necessarily organized as a people, nor do we have the correct strategy. But like. I just that that worries me because it's like well back in the day they had those people but like for example like people don't trust um, Dr Umar Johnson or you Uh-oh. know so like who who is the person you know and, and the, we need that in the
1: day and age that we're in now um, everybody's looking to celebrities yes everybody's oh my god is looking to celebrities mm-hmm. and it's and
0: people,
1: like mm. I, just because somebody wants to be a rapper doesn't yeah. mean they want to be Malcolm X yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's like. It's unfortunate because that's what's pushed to us. Like back then in the newspapers, of course, what was pushed for the most part was right. Malcolm X or Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. you know. Um that, because was, that was the we even really thing? have like
0: like the no celebrities sul- how it is now.
1: Yeah, yeah, but for the most part like no, I don't think people were as obsessive mm-hmm. because they couldn't monitor their everyday lives. Yeah. And now we have, we it's like that obsessive kind yeah. of like personality that we're starting to gain. Yeah. Because we can literally, our favorite singer, I can always look at to see what they're doing. Yeah. I can always check to see what's going on. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if they're making money off of posting mm-hmm. on Instagram. And so I think with a lot of us, because I caught myself the other day like, dang, it's certain like when I not the other day, but back when I was on social media, I was like, dang, why don't I see like certain people who have the money like mm-hmm. donating or saying, you know, But you know some of them are And like, some are I was thinking, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't
0: know that. They could right. be doing it behind. But I closed seen doors. something about Jay Z, like he made a call yeah. and like demanded yeah. justice. And I seen something about like Kanye West like donating like two or three million, something like that. But like they don't just because people are not saying anything doesn't mean that they're not doing it. And mm-hmm. I do agree, because there's a lot of talk on social media as far as, like, well, you know, looking to the celebrities to say something. But, like, yeah. everybody's not a social justice activist. Yeah. You know, some people... And that's so like I did my I did a live or whatever and it, it turned out really really well and I'm really happy I did it was like 72 like active people on the whole live and like mm-hmm. I did like a I took a whole day and like I prayed and I fast from like six to six mm-hmm. and then like I did like a little, a little sermon I guess you could say and then like you know like I prayed over the nation and like what I was talking about was just saying how you know divinely we all have gifts you know and so it's not everyone's job to be at the protest it's not everyone's job to loot and i'm not saying that those things don't get need to get done but like for a person that's going to be at the forefront or going to a protest, you got to be willing to die, mm-hmm. honestly, because mm-hmm. there are people who are dying or there mm-hmm. are people who are getting shot. Yeah. And may, for everybody that's doing it, maybe that's not the call that's on your life. And so to bring it back to the whole celebrity thing, their call may not be social justice and that's okay. Like, their call may be to be, make music that heals a person's soul. Yeah. Let them do that. Yeah. Like, stop. We can't, in this time, like, we cannot force people to step into a road that they're not, not called to be in. Yeah. But, again, where are the people who... Like, who, who is the person that we can look to right now to tell us what to do? And I kind of want to say... What, um The Honorable Louis
1: Farrakhan. And I know it's a really big one. He'll actually... My brother Shahid actually just sent me um, a flyer. He'll be speaking on July 4th. So I would say of our generation, um, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan is the one that most people will turn to right now. But is that most people or is that people... That follow the Nation of Islam. I would say most people. Well, not most people because I don't know. But, for example, like, any time Farrakhan goes to speak somewhere, he's sold out. Not only by the Nation of Islam, but just black people in general who know about him, of Mm. course. Really just respect him on a higher level. Like, he's at the status of where... He needs to be flown in by via helicopter to any speaking engagement oh, he really? goes to, and huh? he has. Yeah, he's like really, really up there, and so um, I would say definitely um, Honorable Lewis Farrakhan. I would also say, ah, uh, it's tough. I want to say Dr. Umar. I want to say Tariq Nasheed. Um, do you do you trust Umar? Do I trust him as like a a leader? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't really I mean we bought him to Morgan before and he spoke and he's a really nice guy. Like um I had his number to this day. His cell phone his number. His cell phone number. Call up, girl, right. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> what and he's like do? that's how personable he is really? there. Mm-hmm. And um wait, sorry. Do you have you talked to him since? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No. But he was cool. Like when I met him he was he was a nice person. Mm-hmm. But do I trust him like to lead us? I don't necessarily know because majority of people aren't really receptive of mm-hmm. him just because I think the way he talks is like, he talks aggressively, mm-hmm. you know, which I would say most leaders do. They they talk in a passionate manner, but yeah. Dr. Umar is more like passionate, aggressive, mm-hmm. um, and his views are very strong mm-hmm. and his views are very, I wouldn't say very, but his views are kind of traditional mm-hmm. and they offend a lot of people mm-hmm. who live certain lifestyles. Yeah. So. I don't know necessarily know if people would be receptive so I don't mm-hmm. know if that would be good. See cuz
0: with him right like I don't like disagree with him like I know like a lot of people you know make memes of him or like you know kind of like disregard like what he says and stuff like that but I will say that like I like I haven't read into him enough to say like oh I follow him or whatever but like I was watching his live or whatever This is kind of when everything first, first happened. And he was pretty much talking about how he feels like he doesn't need white people at the protest. You know, there are a lot of white people that are out protesting. And like he was saying how he don't need a lot of white people at the protest. Like he wants the white people to go do like... Mm. what will get like pretty much saying like y'all have the privilege y'all can go to the courthouse and, like use y'all privilege where it's needed like y'all are out here protesting testing with us we don't need that we need you to go speak up for us in places that people won't mm-hmm. listen and like that that kind of did open my eyes and granted i'm not saying like i'm not against the white people at the protest and stuff like that but
1: it's truth in that it's, it is it
0: is truth in that and so like i've heard him say things that's like damn that's a fact you know mm. but again it's all about delivery but i feel like People, people receive people in different ways. ways. Like yeah. you know, some people might not be receptive to the Farrakhan, yeah, but then yeah, some like, people may not be receptive to um, Doctor Umar. Dr. Umar. Some people might not be receptive to Charlemagne the God, but then other people may not be receptive to Meek Mill. Like you yeah. know, or for example somebody some people may listen to this podcast and be like oh this podcast is not for me but go listen to another podcast and get everything that they need so it's like i feel like that's a testament in itself to say that there has to be multiple people you know that are speaking up on these things and um we can't just have one or two people for a whole nation to lead us like and and granted like i like When you think back in the day, like, there was the Masada Chacars, Angela Davis, the Malcolm X, um, you know, um, Martin Luther King. Like, there were multiple people, but I just feel like we need more, like, we need more, I kind of want to say. More organizations besides
1: Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I'm
0: sorry if that comes out, like, insensitive
1: or... But we really do. Like, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, like, those organizations, I saw, I could be ignorant in this situation, but I would say, for example, um, what's a black organization from back in the day? The Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they still around? I don't think so. We need them. Not like officially, officially. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, but it's it was more like unity in organization mm-hmm. and more like strategy. I kind of don't necessarily see that with mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Um, and I think what you were referring to earlier, if I'm remembering correctly, um, I remember like a white person kind of like buying a percentage mm-hmm. of it, I think, or making a huge investment, which made them like a co-owner or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so that's what I remember. I don't know if that's still going on today, or mm-hmm. if that person is still. But you know, involved. I didn't.
0: I didn't know that black. I didn't know that Black Lives Matter was an organization. I, honestly, excuse me for my ignorance, but I just thought it was a hashtag. Like I didn't know mm-hmm. it was a whole like. Mm-mm. So what do they do? Um, bro, a lot. I think they
1: do. I, honestly, I don't want to get on here and start lying. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Um, That's something I would probably look up after I get off of this call. Not call. call. Podcast.
0: <laughs> call. But, uh,
1: <laughs> no, after, after we finalize this, I really, honestly, genuinely do want to know. And that's even a good thing with, like, us... Knowing If we're seeing all these people investing money into these organizations, let's educate, and me included, I'm going to educate myself on wh- who they are, mm-hmm. what they're doing, what they have done, but so that money for. isn't being pushed to an organization that is supposed to be representing us, and the money isn't necessarily mm-hmm. going anywhere. Because now what we'll have to do is hold them accountable. Yeah. Hey, Black Lives Matter, I know at least three corporations that have sent y'all a couple hundred thousand you know where is this money going what's being done with it right you know and i and i'm sure you know hopefully prayerfully they are doing things with the money but um i'm gonna actually take this time to educate myself on that you Mm -hmm. know and see what they are doing and you know
0: i mean and and they they very much can like be doing
1: a lot of work you know we
0: have a it's a big country with millions of people and so but once again that goes to show that they can't be the only ones because what they have done hasn't touched us or reached mm-hmm, us so mm-hmm. what program is there that you know we that we can have our hands on that we can go to research for resources or you know whatever the case may be but I definitely it's definitely been I'm like been a little behind in reading I can't even lie but like I told myself like when I'm done these next two books like I definitely want to read some sense of like some type of like history book or yeah. like something from like a you know some just black history book like i know like when i read um asada by asada shakur like that book really really opened my eyes or i read like the new jim crow that book really really opened my eyes so i know one book i have on my list to read is um the autobiography of marco max Mm. so yeah i'm like
1: 65% through and I love it so much Because I'm learning so much about him Mm -hmm. I don't want to ruin it for you But I'm learning I learned so much about him Mm -hmm. So where I was like oh He cool you know like Mm -hmm. Just like you know when you want to relate to people Mm -hmm. On a personal level like I saw things in him That reminded me of myself Mm -hmm. And so yeah I feel like I know him a lot better But that book is really good I remember I was traveling to north carolina and um i was reading it on the train because i'm such a freaking geek Mm. and on the bus i mean and um this man was like oh he walked up to me he's like oh yeah yeah i like that book like i read it five times Mm. he said he's read that book from start to finish it's a big sis i'm struggling to get through it he said he's read from start to finish five times i said bless your heart wow Right. so yes. Cuz I'm going yes. to get through them. Yeah, so it's been taking me a little while mm-hmm. because I always get distracted with other books, but
0: mm-hmm. it's worth it's, it's worth a- I feel like books are worth taking your time with, yeah, though. Yeah. Like even this one book I've been reading, this is that this is horrible. Mm-hmm. I've been reading the the new Jim Crow girl. I've started that book in pray like 2017. Oh. I, I still have not finished. It's a it's a very intense read. Yeah, that's what I was saying. When it's an intense yeah.
1: read, it takes you gotta your time.
0: take your time. Like you really, really do. Yeah. But yeah, that book, the new Jim Crow, I definitely recommend that book for like anyone who's interested in working. Um, in law enforcement or like the um, criminal justice system, anything that like that, like that to me is a must read. Like when I was an undergrad, I had a um, criminal justice minor, but I ended up dropping it um, just because I picked it up too late and I would have graduated late. There was no point in graduating late for a minor, you know. And so um I can't remember what class I was reading it for. It was like maybe like jails and prisons or something like that. And that book had me shook. Like that's yeah. when I had learned about the Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah. Um and you do you know about the Thirteenth Amendment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. when I learned about the Thirteenth Amendment. For those that don't know, I think I talked about this before. We, we talked about it in the last episode. In the last episode, yeah. yeah. So like um that that's where I learned about that, and then like I learned about Last time I was, like, reading it, I learned about, um, just, like, voting and, like, not voting, um, uh, what is it called, like, jury, like, jury duty and how, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, really not set up for black people. And, mm-hmm. like, I learned about, like, the power, like, the importance of black prosecutors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also learned about, like, um, what else did I learn about that was really, really important? I'm having a brain for it. But yeah, I definitely learned a lot that's about good Oh, stuff. I learned about like the public defender's office mm-hmm. and like bec- I feel like that book actually like helped me to find my purpose in life because wow. yeah, like after that book, I was reading about the public defender's office and I ended up applying for an internship that changed my life.
1: And then you went and you got the internship. Yeah, I got the internship right. and I was um
0: I was working as an intern in the office of the public defender in the juvenile unit. Changed the game for me. Like that's mm-hmm. what like awakened me like wanting to practice law and like really really getting into juvenile justice because that's when I really learned like yo these kids are really out here like like people might be looking at it like they're wilding and I mean they kind of are but like just knowing what I know about like the law mixed with like my social work background I was just like this is literally perfect so that book was definitely like a eye-opener yeah you.
1: and you know something else that like while I've been on this break as well from social is I've been definitely working on like my relationships with family mm. as far as talking like talking to my mom more um like with my partnership right now and also um I don't usually talk about this but my brother is actually locked up um he's been locked up for the past decade really and um I've been taking this time to like reevaluate like just learning more from my mom learning more from my sisters of like what exactly went down with his case um reevaluate like his trial and how he was mistreated and it's so many loopholes like I've just been taking time to read through that um I've been taking time to formulate a letter with my family to give to these politicians and give to these organizations one of the organizations I sent um a letter that my family and I formulated is to Meek's um reform Meek and Jay-Z's reform so praying on that um you know and i'm praying on these people who are actually like making change and actively doing prison reform and in this you know now that you said that it's kind of it's sparking like a passion of mine it's like why is this really going on like just to give y'all an example that i can talk about because i can't talk about too much but um why he was 21 years old and you know at 21 years old i won't go into the details of the case but Why is a young black male You know at 21 years old First of all why is he not offered any type of Like services Any type of like rehabilitation Like any type of like anything to say this is a young man mm-hmm. like let's help him through this why why are they just locking black men up and throwing away the kid yeah. like that's not once cool once they
0: turn like 16 they don't that's care like, do not like man yes it's I don't like that. Yes.
1: and then i'm looking at the statistics and i'm like okay the us makes up 5% of the world's population but why do they make up 21% of the prison population and why is majority of um the population black men mm-hmm. um and the other major the other is the poor white people. It's yeah. not like you're a typical rich. It's poor white folks, and then it's majority black people, mm-hmm. and it's a it's, it's a, a small percentage of other minorities. Right. But what that shows you, just what we were talking about mm-hmm. before, is like it's legal enslavement. If majority of black of black men, really are are um in in prison what does that mean mm-hmm. where they're literally being able to legally enslave black men to this day right and it's like even with meat Mill's situation it's like being on um house arrest or being on uh what's the word i'm looking for
0: probation,
1: probation. it's like they're still if they're not in jail then they're on probation and yeah, they're still being their watched. life
0: back just as much i was actually watching this video of his son and his son was like like baby he had to be like maybe like seven yeah. or something, and it was like this video, and he was holding like a meek, like a free Meek Mill sign. I saw, that. I saw fact, that. Let me play it for y'all. It it really it like it really hurt my heart. Like he was like, I love my daddy, and like I miss my daddy, but like think about how much like this is the reality for so many people here. Mm-hmm. Listen to it.
1: soon
0: man real soon um we got a message to the people that come out to support your dad today um thank you and um i love my dad very much Mm. but like that gave me goosebumps Mm. like think about how many, how much that's a reality for so many people like yeah my nephew
1: included my nephew he's so smart like he's so so smart and he's such an innocent child And it just, you know, just seeing that what it does generationally, Mm -hmm. it's like, we're going to stop this. This is not going to... So that's why it makes me want to get into, like, Mm -hmm. prison reform, because I'm... We're not. You're not gonna keep doing this to Mm -hmm. black people. You're not gonna keep. You're not gonna sit here and lock a black man up for years upon years for weed, and then when you decide that it's legal, it's legal. Right. And after you just took these. And once it's legal,
0: then they should they should be out because it's not even exactly. But it's just the
1: whole idea of taking someone's life away. But when you say it's cool for something to be legal, then everything changes. What makes you think you have that type of power? And that really, really, really. It irritates me a lot. And, um, you know, it really messes up or damages the, the black family structure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's deep. It's right. something deep-rooted. And that's why I do respect what's going on right now. I do respect the movement um, because it's making everybody participate. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it does have white people participate. In, and it's making these corporations yeah. participate because they don't want to lose no money. And so that's why I do respect this movement because I would say for the first time in my my life, um i actually do see change like mm-hmm. so far like I, i'm not saying it's like huge oh my gosh mm-hmm. but i do see that
0: yeah. the change
1: like i see these corporations shaking yeah you know and so and
0: even for trump ugh, girl this episode's going go oh on, and on um but even okay before i even get to that trump um like that's something else that i read in the jim crow how like a lot of i can't remember like the the what the actual percentage but like one of the highest percentage of inmates or like the crimes that they're in there for is like drugs right mm-hmm. and like it was talking about how like majority the overall population of people who are on drugs are actually white people but the population of people who are on or locked exactly. up are black people so it's it's very very behind but speaking of that stupid donald trump oh i haven't been listening. girl let me tell you so he basically called the military on you didn't hear about this I know you were telling me a little bit about calling the military. He called the military on the people. So, like, basically the people who are supposed to protect us, like, against other countries and other things like that, he called the U.S. military on the people. So they're out and they're literally tear gassing shooting people with rubber bullets mind you the rubber bullets i've heard has like steel and metal in them so they're actually hurting people like people are going like with their face messed up bleeding everything they're literally they have the shields they're beating people like it's getting crazy and it's like that's one thing that i'm not gonna lie it definitely scared me because it was just like where as we rise like there, you know and then the nothing that's so crazy is they have like recordings that have been leaked from Trump like telling really? yes, like saying like get them, beat them, we're gonna demolish them, we're gonna destroy them, they can't win, or something like that. Like one officer, Tater it was like a shot. white officer saying something about like just arrest their ass or beat their ass. And then something he said like that's something he, along those lines he said and like the cop was like, chill, like don't say that on the radio. Look, the mindset of these
1: police officers It's not even scaring them. I look Like I said, they were originally slave catchers, and that's why they feel okay, and that's why they feel cool with even talking like that. You mean we're in 2020, and you literally with every with the way that this whole entire case situation began, and that's what they're still reverting to doing the same exact
0: thing. Or they're arresting people for at a protest. There are a lot of people that got arrested, like a lot, a lot of people who've gotten arrested for it. But my whole thing is you've arrested hundreds of people for Money. protesting but what about the the original cause of this issue mm-hmm. like we literally had to do all of this to get justice so that way the officer who who did this crime and the people who sat around watched it got arrested but as you're waiting on these trials you're arresting us for standing up for it but but mm-hmm. you barely wanted to even charge them then this is another part that got me this whole curfew thing so like in a lot of states there's curfew so like after seven o'clock or after eight o'clock depending on like what state you're in um you know but my whole thing is like when the coronavirus was this big old pandemic killing multiple people and your your hospitals are over flooded with people you don't have enough supplies and and now your nurses and all these people are getting sick because of it where was the u.s military didn't tell people to get inside Mm mm-hmm but mm-hmm. but now that we're standing up for ourselves, you want to beat people and lock people up for being outside. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. But I, at this point, I'm like, well, what country don't got to deal with this? Because mm-hmm. maybe we need to go
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Africa.
0: <laughs> then sometimes everything so go of, like, back to the
1: yeah.
0: What imagine what life would be like if all like all black, black people, people just went back to Africa?
1: Mm. Completely different. But honestly, I. I wouldn't see that happening, but I know, I know that would be amazing. Yeah. But what we, it's like I'm torn when it comes to that question mm-hmm. because it's like my ancestors have bled, they have they have literally died on this land, and so I, I, we want what's ours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so the you know yeah, but another thing I was thinking of as well um, is the fact that this kind of shows us what in a sense it gives us a, a peek at what our ancestors have went through mm. but Damn. a good point really that, that yeah like a peek because this has happened for sure before um but at a much alarming rate um a more alarming rate and that extremely more harsh but it gives us a peek at that but it also should inform us that we don't know as many books as we read, as many photos and movies um, that we see. Like we still will never know what our ancestors have went through. We can visit these places and do all these crazy things, but we still will never know how horrible the I treatment was. Imagine. We we would never we wouldn't know because we didn't have to go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting this glimpse is like nowhere near that but it also just shows you how much more we still have to do Mm -hmm. um you know and, and racism exists all over that's why these other country countries are participating but um it just it shows you how much more work we have to do and I know um A point that we make all the time is that we're not that far removed. But really think Mm -hmm. about it. We're not that far removed. Like, four generations is 400 years. And so that's what your great-great-great-great-grandmother is. not that far away. Um, So it's it's a lot more we have to do. Things aren't going to happen overnight. Change isn't going to happen overnight. But we can get there slowly but surely. And I definitely want to encourage everybody to, like, make sure even you know, with everything going on social media, like make like you were saying in your life, everybody has a different role in this. Not everybody is built to be on the front lines. Mm-hmm. Not and everybody that's okay. and that's okay. Um not everybody wants to sit down and read a whole book. No some people don't have the patience for that. Um, not everybody wants to, you know, make to speak out on things. Some people don't necessarily like speaking out, you know, and being the center of attention or being, you know, the one who who's looked at to give direction. And so we all have different roles. And so what I recommend is just taking time to, like, think for yourself, taking time to um, kind of distance yourself. Not I'm not saying do it like me and take a week, but just take you know, maybe like a hour break from social media or a few hours break um from social media and think about like what is my role in this because we all have to we all have to pitch in. It's like we can't really ignore it right now. So just um take your time to think about your role and be honest about your role, you know, what you're good at. And um also one thing I really want to encourage is that we need to really join organizations. That's something mm-hmm. that's been on my mind. Um, And of course, I'm in an organization, but, um, you know, we really need to start supporting black organizations, even if you can't join it, like support one, um, you know, financially or support one by maybe attending certain events or whatever the case may be. But that's something that we definitely need to do, like organizations that you know of, that you trust, um, and that are located in your community. And so... You know, just whatever you can do, just do it. And I definitely, for everybody who is listening to this and who is putting their life on the line and mm-hmm. being in the front lines, I definitely respect you. And thank um, you, I thank you because that's definitely needed. You know, if we didn't get out like this, they probably wouldn't have paid us no mind. They wouldn't have. I know that for a fact. Um, they would have just kept it moving like nothing happened, and would, probably would have never arrested that cop. And so, um you know for everybody doing that i thank you i thank you i thank you and for everybody taking this time to educate other people because you know that's good that you're using your social media platforms to do what you can to educate people um to spread information i appreciate you as well and everybody who's still trying to figure out you know you know what their what their role in this is and everyone who's still trying to just figure things out you know take your time Mm -hmm. um you know allow pray on it um speak to your friends or family members about it and speak get get honest with yourself about it as well but um yeah everybody just please be safe Mm -hmm. um i love you all we will definitely heal through this life will never be the same um, because history is literally being made by the day. Mm-hmm. And so um, just keep that in mind. And we have to evolve as time evolves, as nature evolves, as life evolves. We have to move with it. We can't get left behind. And so, yeah. Yeah. Love
0: you guys. Yeah, definitely love you all. And um, The last thing I want to add, too, is just, like, allow yourself to feel. Yeah. Like, today I just feel exhausted. I just feel like, ugh, I feel overwhelmed. And that's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not normal to see people that look like you being shot and being killed for nothing, for running, for just being themselves. Like, it's not normal to be arrested for doing the slightest thing and being put in cage and then having to come up with thousands of dollars to get a person out. It's not normal to not have resources, um, proper food to be able to eat. It's not normal to have to go to school and be taught false information just for you to have to come out and spend another 12 years unlearning just to relearn just to relearn the proper like that is not normal so mm-hmm. if you feel upset if you feel depressed if you feel defeated if you feel whatever whatever it is that you feel like that's okay and just allow yourself to feel um and just you know just i encourage you as always to get a friend to have a conversation with just express it like and Get it, it out if it comes out and looted and shit, do it, <laughs> bring me Gosh. some like not it's like not, nah. <laughs> like, nah, but um, you know, just take care of yourself, out. yeah, and just love y'all and just know that although life may never be the same, sometimes destruction comes before elevation, yeah, so right now God may be destructing things so that way we can be elevated and sit on the thrones yes. that we deserve, so with that being said, follow your girl at according to Brit three Ts and you can follow our Instagram at official back to her that too is the number two (laughs) and one thing I want to leave this off with is
1: even with social media like just keep in mind that there's never been a a time where media was constantly pushed on us like 24 hours a day all day depending on how, how much you get on social media sites Um, this has never happened before. You know, this is something that's really in our generation. We experienced the whole computer and we experienced, you know, when, when technology just began to emerge. So, um, you know, just keep in mind that this necessarily exact moment, these exact, um, this exact moment and these exact circumstances that we're in have, have never been, you know, before. And so Mm -hmm. it's okay to take time to rest It's okay to take time to, like, take a break from social media. Mm -hmm. It's okay to take time for you. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Just make sure your mental is right at the end of the day. Don't don't allow things to throw you off mentally. Right. But you can follow me on Instagram at Joy Jolene. J-O-Y-J-O-E-L-E-N-E. Bye. Peace and love. See y'all.